Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome back 
to the podcast. If this is your first podcast you're ever listening to on the Motherhood Simplified podcast, hello, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, For those of you who are longtime listeners and who listen to every episode every week, you probably have noticed that it's been a while since I created a new episode. I really wanted to take some time to review episodes that you loved, episodes that you didn't love, get feedback from you and figure out what you want to see and hear in 2022. So I've done that. I'm back. And our first episode today are some post-holiday decluttering tips for you. I've got three of them for you today, and I might end up just throwing in a bonus or two. We'll see what happens. But as of this recording date, it's January 4th, 2022. We are at the tail end of the holiday season and the holidays that typically involve a lot of gift giving and receiving. And to be frank, a time of year where we get a whole lot of new stuff inside of our homes. It just is what it is. And I personally believe and have seen that this is the best time of year to leverage your decluttering, specifically with the toys, right? And I don't always advocate for like a whole trickster method of like taking advantage of situations and knowing that, you know, your kids are in a certain state of mind. And so it's, you know, you can jump in and ride that wave to get rid of things. Normally I take a slower approach, but this is the exception. This is the time of year where I think this is the exception because a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us have just received a lot of new stuff. We don't have room for the things. And I've seen it um, the last three years that I've run Motherhood Simplified. The final weeks of December are usually a whole lot of posts and emails and messages from moms saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like so much stuff is here. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to play and let my kids enjoy it. And then We'll reevaluate in a couple of weeks, which is right now. And we've just got a lot of stuff. And now moms are trying to figure out where to put all of this stuff. Do they have room for this stuff? What should they get rid of? Especially the toys, right? Because this motherhood simplified. We focus on decluttering through the lens of motherhood and small children, older children, multiple children, busy seasons of life, all of the things. And so let's talk about how to do this right now. And I want to let you know, if you were listening to this before January 10th, I am holding a week-long toy decluttering challenge. It's a private event. It's a week-long daily toy decluttering projects, tips, tricks, and um, communication methods to guide your children through this process. It's a week long. It's only $10 to join, but you've got to join before January 10th on or before January 10th. If you miss it, don't worry, I will do it again. Um, but come join us for that challenge because it's it's the perfect time and I am loaded, just jam-packed with tips, tricks, and just general guidance for teaching you how to declutter toys with your kids without tears. Okay, so tip number one, post-holiday decluttering tip for today is to take the opportunity to compare the new stuff to your old stuff And potentially let the old stuff go. Your old art supplies, old clothes, old toys that aren't played with, toys that are forgotten about. And if you've received duplicate toys, you can also communicate to your kids like, hey, 
you got one of these things, you know, from your, your family member, you know, grandma, grandpa got it for you, aunt, uncle got it for you. We already have one. Maybe we should give this new one to somebody else, or you can keep the old one and we can get rid of the old one, but take it as an opportunity to basically take a quick inventory of what you actually have in your home and let things go, especially things that are somewhat duplicates. Maybe they're direct duplicate. Maybe they are things that you replenish throughout the year, like art supplies, Play-Doh, bubbles, uh, clothing, and that kind of a thing. And let some of the things go. A good general rule, if you just need like a, a number to stick to would be, you know, however much stuff came in for the holidays is how much stuff needs to go out. So if your kids got, you know, 10 new things, 10 old things need to go out. Just a loose guideline, right? Now, the second tip, because if you're like, okay, that sounds all fine and good, but, you know, my kids are really, really resistant to getting rid of anything, is to take this opportunity to have a practical conversation with your family and your children about the actual capacity and space that you have in your home for the new stuff that just came in. You can only fit so many things in a room or on a shelf, right? Or in a toy box. And so it's a really good time to just show your kids that and say, you know, your, your toy shelves before Christmas were already full. Now we have all of this new stuff and we literally just don't have anywhere to put it. So let's choose what you want to keep and what actually fits on these shelves and we can get rid of the rest of the stuff. And it doesn't have to be like, well, we don't have any room for Barbies. So we're going to get rid of all of the Barbies. Maybe it's just that, you know, for Christmas, you've got some new Barbies. They're nicer. They have better hair. They've got new clothes, new shoes, new accessories. And you like them more than your old ones that are kind of worn out. You know, the, the dog chewed on it, you colored on it, whatever. And so we're just going to get rid of some of those old Barbies, old Barbie clothes and bring in the new ones. It can be that, you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be getting rid of all of the trains or all of the Legos. It's just getting rid of some so that practically you can fit it into the space that you have. Now, the third post-holiday decluttering tip that I want to touch on with you today is to start laying the foundation for next holiday season right now, right? What happened during this holiday season for you, whether it was good, bad, difficult, positive, whatever, is all fresh in your mind right now. And it's the perfect time to take stock of that, to figure out what kinds of conversations you want to start having with your family, your children, your friends, your extended family, so that next holiday season, it's not a surprise, right? It's not a surprise to your family and your friends that you're asking them to take your kids to get ice cream and go ice skating instead of buying them gifts. Or, you know, maybe your family is more on board. They see how much easier it is to be at home when they have less things. And this is the best time to start getting ready for next holiday season. Because what I see happen every single year is I start talking about getting ready for the holidays in like October, November and saying, Hey, like, let's start decluttering. Let's start having these conversations with your family. And everyone's like, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I'm fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) And, you know, I've got this covered, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the holidays. I love it. I enjoy it. And then the second or third week of December, 
is when the panic hits and they're like, my family doesn't listen to me. Everybody got us way too much stuff. Everybody got us duplicates. They did not, they didn't, you know, stick to the wish list that we gave them. And it's because you had last minute conversations, not always, but you know, sometimes, you know, you had either last minute conversations about your desires or you had incomplete conversations about your overall values and desires for the holidays. Um, incomplete, just meaning that, you know, not everyone in your life is on the same page as you as like maybe wanting to give less gifts or only give certain kinds of gifts. Right. And so it's incomplete just in that you're, you can't expect everyone in your life to be on the exact same page as you. And so start laying the foundation now, right. Start having conversations throughout the entire year about your relationship with stuff, about how you want to declutter and how you want to simplify and how you want to have more quality time with the people who are important to you all year round, not just when it's gift giving time. You want it all year round. You want to have conversations. You want to FaceTime them more. You want to, you know, go on day trips and you want to go out and and explore and adventure and create things together or whatever it is for you. You want to have dinners with them. You want to invite them over all year round, not just at the holidays. So that when you get to next holiday season, it's more normal. And the more that you do this and the longer that you do this, the simpler it gets. And the more people start to understand, the more people start to respect your boundaries and the clearer you get on your boundaries, right? What I've seen a lot for the moms that I've supported, and it's true for me too, is that the more I get clear on how I want my home to work for me, what kinds of stuff I want to have in my home, what kind of toys we want to have, you know, when I buy my kids stuff throughout the year, splurging, um, not splurging, it makes it so that I can get to these holiday seasons and I don't really have to change anything. I don't have to change a whole lot. Um, I don't have to put these expectations on other people about what they give to us or don't give to us. Um, we can just accept where they are and, you know, their, you know, holiday celebrations and let them be. And if it ends up being something that really does cross a boundary with us, like it's too much or we're uncomfortable with the type of gift, maybe it's really expensive or maybe I don't know what it, what it might be. It's fragile. Um, you know, we have five kids, so you've got one kid, one thing, and the other one felt left out or whatever it might be. Then I feel comfortable having a conversation because I've been having these conversations 24, seven, 365 with myself and my spouse and my kids and my friends and my family. And, you know, I have a podcast on it too. So I'm also talking about it with you all on the podcast, but the more that you talk about it, the more that you integrate it into your everyday life, not just the holiday season, the clearer it gets, the easier it gets. And take some time right now to reflect on how the holidays went for you because it's fresh in your mind. You're going to forget. You're going to forget you by next week, probably, you know, it's going to be a distant memory. And then especially next year, September, October, November, as we are ramping up for the holidays, you're going to be like, yeah, everything was fine. You know, kind of stressful last year. I don't really remember what. And then you'll be like, oh my gosh, I remember why. I remember why this was so stressful. So those are my three tips for you for post-holiday decluttering. And again, I want to remind you, if you're listening to this before January 10th, check the show notes um, in the podcast. All you have to do is like find the description of this podcast. There will be a link that will take you to the sign-up enrollment to join that that challenge that we're doing for the week. It's specifically focused on toy decluttering. I'm going to dive deep into communicating with your kids, how to get them on board with decluttering, how to observe what they actually play with, how to decide what toys are right for you and your family to keep, 
Um, I have a guest expert coming on, Tracy Hoth, to help you organize what's left. She's a professional organizer, so you get a bonus workshop with her as well, um, plus daily accountability, daily decluttering projects, and a group of moms doing it alongside you. I will likely also do a Q&A because I know for toy decluttering, typically there's a lot of specific questions. Um, so no promises on the Q&A. We will see what happens. I've got a busy month with family stuff. So, um, but I always answer questions in the group, you know, reply to your posts and your questions and your comments and your photos. And it's a really great time. So come join us for that. It's only $10. And I would love if you shared this episode, if you found it valuable, if it was helpful, if you just love the show and you want to support Motherhood Simplified, I would love it if you shared this. If you listen on Spotify, you can share it directly to Instagram stories, which is a great feature. Or leave me a review on iTunes. When you leave me a review on iTunes, if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and then hit submit, head over to your email, email me Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A at motherhoodsimplified.com, a screenshot of that review. I will send you an hour long surface decluttering video. Um, The reason I say screenshot it before you submit it is because if you submit it, it takes a few days for Apple to approve it. And then you have to like dig through it, find it. So just take a screenshot before you submit it, then hit submit. I would appreciate it so much. You leaving a review helps me reach more moms. It helps boost my stats. It helps more people see this show. And my entire mission, especially in 2022, is to find more moms who need this kind of support and want to be a part of an awesome, kind, supportive community to declutter their homes and simplify their lives. So thank you so much. I'm so excited to be recording episodes for you again, and I will see you. I'll see you next week for another episode. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon. go. I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. 
If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.